What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm Open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey. Anna. Anna. Hey. Hi, Anna. Hey. Hi, it's Nick. I know who you are. Okay, well, you were being very rude. I thought to myself, she must not know who she's talking to. I was saying hey over and over again. Is that rude? Yeah, because hey over and over again is for uh, like a bunch horses. of horses. A bunch of horses. A little funnier than what you were thinking. Fuck you, man. You're you're not my dad. Don't do this to yourself. All right, we're talking Below Deck Season 5, Episode 6, baby. We sure are. Uh, it's a good one. Yeah, so... Uh, the, you believe yeah, me? You don't believe me? No, it is a fucking good one. It's almost unbelievable. But it's real and it's here. We got Matt trying to make up for past mistakes. We got Nico and EJ really coming to a head. We got Bree being like, I don't know why everybody loves me. We got Jen being like, I know I'm stupid. I just didn't know I was this stupid. And Kate being like, I'm literally the greatest person on the face of the earth. I do not know why I have to talk to people who are not and then we've got uh whoever that hick uh deckhand is what's her name uh baker 
We got Baker just not being a part of any storylines. And then we got Bruno. Bruno, sweet, sweet Bruno and his little abs that I could take a fucking vacation in. My God, Bruno's abs. Anyway, sucks at the job. Everybody does. Back to you, Anchor. Yeah. Baker just gets frazzle-bazzled and loses it. But anyway, the, so we return with the guests having breakfast, and Kate says she's happy that they're the most boring charter ever. Nico and EJ are talking about the anchor break, and EJ says, yes, technically he should have checked if the break was off, but he also expected Nico would have done that already. But now he knows he actually has to double check everything because, again, this Nico thought he was being smart, but it really just made look Nico look dumb even more because he's like, well, now I have to double check everything because these guys clearly need the help. Hmm. Nice play, Nico, made you look like a fool. Okay, all of this conflict, this is why I'm like, I, I do not understand what's going on here because all of this conflict could have been avoided had Captain Lee stated to Nico that EJ was in charge and that his time of being in charge was over. But he didn't say that. He just basically said, you're both in charge. And if you have a conflict, you should fight about it when you get but very drunk tonight. I think it's very clear. The person who has the more stripes rank wise is technically the boss of the other. So Nico That's why is they refusing call him the boss and Yes, Nico is refusing to accept that and acting out. Right. Nico's in the wrong. No matter what, Nico's in the wrong. Oh, yeah. Nico's in the wrong, even though it's his three-month and one-week anniversary of his brother's death. I mean, it does, you know, at this point, it's like... It, you either go home and deal with the loss of your brother, which I personally think he should, because I think it's manifesting in different ways that's actually hurting his professionality at the job. Well, doesn't it seem to be a little bit like now that EJ is here, Nico will be advised to take some time off and go back home? I personally think he should because I think I think his stress and anxiety and hurt and pain and trauma from what happened to his brother is coming out and making him look petty and shitty and just like a bad person, like a bad collaborator which I think hurts his chances of being hired to work with in the future. Because people are going to see this and be like, okay, well, this guy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's never going to work again. He's going to turn to a life of crime. No, he's, he's going to be turning tricks in the back of a Jimmy John's in six weeks. Okay. I'm not that's really going to comment on that further. That's my personal uh, hope. So you guys heard because that. I at actually Nick hang out at that it. Jimmy John's a lot. At Nick about and what I he just said. I would love to get some better talent, let's say, in there. A lot to unpack. That's what you're saying. I'm gonna move forward. Yeah, well, I'm not being coy. I am pro sex. I'm a John and I um get my my tricks down on Jimmy John's dicks. <sighs> I'm glad Lord. I got that off my chest. And you guys know where to find Nick to be in his mentions. That is at Nick's Turners. Feel free at to Nick's Turners. tweet yeah, hit him me up. your issues yeah. with every little thing he just yeah. said. Just All DM right. me with your phone number and I'll, I'll give you a call. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. He will. Uh, so Jen thinks she's working harder than Bree and thinks Kate isn't trying to necessarily work her to death, 
so she quits, but she still thinks it sucks how much she has to do. And so Jen throws the laundry in and seems distracted. And Nico is bitching to Baker about EJ and the anchor situation while Bruno is asking EJ to teach him more. And EJ says things aren't being run right. So he's here to fix things. And while this simultaneously, Nico is telling Baker to check with him anytime EJ gives any sort of instruction. Which I think, um, again, what the fuck, Nico? You're see, the thing is, Nico is making the boat even worse now. He's oh hurting, yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. hurting the deckhands at this point by but it's making Captain them, Lee's fault. Yeah, no, it's Nico's fault for not understanding rank. It's Captain Lee's fault for not making him understand it because Captain Lee made him in charge, and then he brought another guy in and did not specifically state that he. But that's the thing. Nico is hiding all this disobedience from Captain Lee. So Captain Lee's not aware that Nico's a fucking idiot. I think he I think he is. Well, Matt tells the main charter guest that he's making them lobster for lunch. And again, he says he needs to put his personal shit aside and just focus on his job. And EJ just needs finds- to focus on those lobsters that are definitely in the fridge. Mm-mm. So EJ finds that both the washers are overflowing and Brie immediately knows it was Jen because she's Brie. And Brie has, says she has patience for Jen because she's new to yachting, but she feels like she has to do more work just cleaning up Jen's messes. And Kate asks Jen how much soap she put in and Jen shows her and Kate tells her to put less than how much she put. And then Jen feels like that Kate is trying to, keeps busting her ass and she can't do anything right for her. And it's like, no, you're fucking up and she's telling you the right thing to do so you don't fuck up again. I don't know. Jen is no. on some other shit. Look, yeah, Jen is on some other shit. She likes to treat people well, you know? She likes to drink 40 drinks in an hour even though she's 48 pounds. Yeah. But, you know, you know what they say. What? She's got a nice rack. Nick. Okay, so they dock in St. Bart's. And they see a bunch of cool, fancy boats because it's high season there. And so a lot of uh, celebs and rich and fancy people are in St. Bart's right now. And Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg. That's what they say. Yeah. It's like, who cares about either of those old fucks? Whoa, 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 whoa. I do. Oh, do you? Yes. Prove it. Okay. Uh, let me turn my camera around and let me show you my shrine to mark Wahlberg, you see that that's um that's that that part of the wall is uh the ode to the italian job boy so uh yeah that... and my bathroom is a whole basketball diaries theme oh my god have you seen that new mark Wahlberg movie where they're like we don't exist we're the people who uh, pretend to not exist and then we go do the government dirty work or whatever it is it's the no. most recent, like, Mark Wahlberg action flick. Wait, no. It has, like, Ronda Rousey in it. Mm. Okay, so clearly you're not a huge Mark Wahlberg fan. Uh, no, I just, um, I'm not as up on his new stuff. Oh, okay. You like his old stuff? I love his old stuff, yes. Okay, you know Boogie what? Boogie Nights. I'm sorry to break it to you, but it's called, it's called, it's called Mile 22. And there's huh. a really great moment in it. It's the most Mark Wahlberg-ass thing I've ever seen where someone's like, you should be very careful to Mark Wahlberg. And Mark Wahlberg's like, 
uh, no, I think you should be careful. And the person's like, no, you should be careful. And Mark Wahlberg's like, no, you be careful. And I'm like, what is this fucking Mark Wahlberg movie? Like, what are you know, we doing my, here? Mile 22 actually came out last August. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Yeah. I had it in my summer box office movie league um, that I am in with my friends. And this is real. This is a real thing that I do annually. And so, Nick. We do a draft maybe you of should be summer careful. movies. And uh, we get six movies each, and the person who makes the most at the box office wins. And I had Mile 22, and I don't know if you know this, but Mile 22 was a giant fucking disaster. <laughs> and I lost, I got sixth place out of six of us. I hope you I picked did so Star bad, is Born. And I blame this fucking movie. You didn't pick Star is Born? That was not last summer. Get out, get yeah, the hell it was, out of here. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I remember because I Star watched- Star is Born came out in 2018. You're lying. I'm sorry, but it did. Okay, fine. I I I can't. I don't. I don't need to work through this with you. Then Mile Twenty Two came out in 2018. No. Okay. Whatever. We'll prove each other right. Well, maybe. Either way, it came out. Either way, it was a disaster. Whatever year I had it. Because, you know, this is no point in having this conversation. No, uh, there's no point in this conversation. This is this is a dumb. It was cool when not just I was talking, but now it's like anyway. So they get all the water toys out for the guests so they can play in St. Bots. Uh, and they're zooming down the slide. Nosedive, baby. Points for style. And Chris asks Kate's advice and asks how long EJ will be there. And she says forever long they need him. And he's like, well, I'm thinking of sleeping in the bilge. And if you don't know what the bilge is, it's basically the storage. Technically, we would be in the bilge. Oh, yeah, We're... that's who's there. Oh, that's that shit. guy over there. We're being kicked out of the bilge because they kicked him out under the below deck. We have to sit. We got, They're moving us under the bilge. We're in the engine room. Oh, oh God. Well, at least we fuck. get to hang out with Darian. Oh, fuck. That's not good, man. It's never good when they kick them out of below deck and into our spot. That was my cot. What do you call it? Not a cot. Hammock, hammock, hammock. That hammock, was, right. and now, now we just sleep inside um, wine carts, mm -hmm. crates. And next is to what the engine, so hot. Yeah. Oh my god, I I burns all over my body, rolling over into it when I'm sleeping. Yeah, I got coal in places I didn't even know were places that would excite me sexually, but now I know. Wow. All right. <laughs> We've come a long way to Baby. nowhere. Yeah. All right. So uh, Chris asks for Kate's advice and she's like, yeah, sure. Sleep in the bilge. Do what you got to do. And Kate thinks that Chris is being a trooper sleeping in the crew mess, considering everything that's going on. And EJ and Nico are having different are giving different instructions to Baker and she's confused by what she should be doing. And she's like, well, I don't want to cause any problems. Jesus. And Matt's waiting on the first mate, Nick, to come back with the lobster for lunch. And the guests are starving and waiting and waiting. And then Kate's like, fuck it. Let's just let's just take the salad out now because Matt's not very good at planning ahead. And Matt's freaking out and cheddar on the salad. Cheddar on the salad. Maybe that should be one of our T-shirts. Cheddar on the salad. Cheddar on the salad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. So, uh. So Bruno tells Nico he's confused because EJ and Nico are both giving orders. And Nico says just because someone has been in, in the yachting industry for a long time doesn't mean he knows what they're, what they're doing. 
And I personally think that's a really, really absurd thing to say. And Nico should be fired for just saying that. Like, are you kidding me? That's yeah, the like, worst advice I've ever heard. a yachty for 10 years, could, could you imagine if some 23-year-old snot-nosed punk said that yeah. to him? It's like, fuck off. Just because someone has devoted their life to this and they're a career bosun and they actually get hired on every boat they want because he's so good at what he's doing does not mean he knows what he's doing. It's my deck now, buddy boy. Mm. Oh, God. That's why this Captain guy Lee loves him. That shit, is why yeah. Captain Lee loves him. <laughs> but yeah, the lobsters finally show up and Matt's cooking them up and they're still kind of twitching a little. And the guests love the food. And the, Matt, the main charter says that Matt is on fire. Wow. With one dish. He didn't even, even the salad before it sucked. Cheddar. But dude. now with one dish. Cheddar on the salad. He has, he's on fire. He, he gave you the tastiest seafood there is. And suddenly you love him. He didn't do jack shit. He, somebody else pulled it out of the ocean, handed it to you. Ugh, cheddar on the salad. Okay. Let's take a quick break so I can really process yeah, let's this take cheddar a break. on the salad. Yeah, absolutely. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm late. I'm late. Three very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from a life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish all new Sundays at nine on AMC and stream on AMC Plus. And we're back. Uh, just a reminder: he did put cheddar on the salad, and I cannot move forward from that. So the guests take some jet skis out for a sunset spin, and Kate tells Matt that the guests don't drink, and all they like is food, and they want a Caribbean tasting menu. So whatever he's going to do, do it, but then kick it up a notch. And Matt agrees with Kate. That's a first. A chef agreeing with a chief stew? Mm. Hold on. Let me give that a winner's bell, because that is unheard of. 
in this case, Ben would have been like, darling, do not ever fucking tell me what to do, darling. And then he would have stabbed her. I'm with Emily now, which <laughs> means this charter gets nothing but beef cheeks and crunchy risotto. <laughs> God. Captain Lee catches Bruno shirtless on the bottom deck and tells him to never take his shirt off in case a guest sees him. And Captain Lee thinks that's a big fuck up on Bruno's part. No one agrees with Captain Lee on this point. It's kind of like, I mean, he took it off to ring it out, but also I don't think he knew he wasn't allowed to take his shirt off. So relax a little. Yeah. Also, it's like when someone has one of the best bodies in the world, maybe relax one of your unnecessary rules. Sure. CJ should put his shirt on. <laughs> I forgot but about Bruno CJ. is like. What what the fuck? It's like asking Kate to uh, not be a world-class chief stew. Like, she is, and everybody loves it. Let her fucking do it. Let Bruno take off his goddamn shirt and his pants. Okay, Nick, relax. What? Nick, put your dick away. No! Okay. So EJ tells Nico the windows are still salty and Nico's being defiant and says, well, Bruno has been doing them and he's doing them great and he'll continue doing them this way and it will be okay. And EJ's like, it's not okay because the windows get salty very quickly. So sorry, but they need to be redone. And EJ says he was brought on board to fix shit because Nico was just maintaining and that he doesn't really have a future in yachting if he keeps acting like this. And I agree. Yeah, I'm worried about Nico. I'm not. If I never saw him on the show again, I'd be okay because I need to I think he needs to go home and figure his shit out first. There should be a show with all the worst people on below deck that get their own yacht. Oh my god, and it sinks in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Uh, the Bermuda Triangle. We never see it again. Yep. Ugh. I don't know. Asks to call her daughter real quick, and Kate says she has 10 minutes because they're about to start dinner service soon. And her daughter's like, can I FaceTime you? And Jen's like crying, and she's like, hey, we can't because my goddamn boss won't let me talk for more than 10 minutes. And she's like really upset by it. And Jen says she's when she's having a bad day, she's used to looking at her daughter and immediately feeling better. But she can't do that here, and it's killing her. I mean, I think that's that's what you give up when you leave your child behind to follow your dreams. There's sacrifices that have to be made. Kate, I mean, not Kate. Yeah, Jen. now your dad is in charge of your child. Yeah. Weird. And that's fine. Yeah. I think that's cool when parents abandon their children. I love it. You want to go where? You work on a yacht? Is it because you didn't have a job? You did have a job. And you left it, and you left me... You should have thought about that when you started spreading your legs. Okay, okay. Every minute. Why? Do not slut shame. Okay, okay, okay. And okay, don't okay. pretend to be in character as her daughter slut shaming her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought I was pretty convincing. Yeah. Well, anyway, Nico and EJ are both frustrated because they're butting heads in their work styles. But um, EJ's in charge, Nico. EJ is in charge. He ranks higher than you bitch yeah count the stripes bitch yes queen count the stripes so dinner service has begun and matt is excited to impress the guests with a cajun menu and he says he loves cooking cajun dishes and the guests they love the food they fucking love it and kate says she is so impressed by matt stepping it up and she thinks that the bad feedback 
sometimes makes you step your step up your game so you can prove yourself. And clearly that happened in Matt's case, and he feels a yeah, lot better. Yeah, maybe I should give you some more bad Shut feedback. up. Shut up, Nick. He feels a lot better, and he feels like he's back to himself. Yeah, that's nice. You couldn't give me any feedback, and you know it. I couldn't? No. Well, nothing that I, I wouldn't wait for it. I'm you know, perfect. I, I give you feedback live and in person. I'm absolutely perfect. There's nothing wrong with me That's the great thing about me is that you always know where you stand with me because I have no filter, and people love that. Uh... If I have a thought, I must say it out loud. No, that's clear. Do people like that about me? <laughs> You're asking me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't think you should ask me. Oh, I said, do people like that about me? And I'm waiting. Yeah, and I'm saying for the you answer about it. Do, what? So uh, Kate is prepping the casino-themed huh? uh, night for the guests, and she asks huh? to borrow Chris for the night. And Nico's like, yeah, sure, do what you want. Whatever, man. Chris doesn't really exist in time and space when it comes to the deck crew. And so Kate says she feels bad for Chris since he's a black sheep and doesn't have a bed anymore. <laughs> so sad uh so she wants to get him more involved and she uses chris as a blackjack dealer in the fake casino and he says he's happy because he's a charmer and likes to have fun no one will be bothering them and the guests love it they fucking love it yeah why wouldn't you i don't know he's so fucking cool this guy's great it's nice he's happy to be out of our office yeah yeah so um do you think he did a good job yeah or anybody would have done just as good of a job as him no because i'm sure he was like uh and you know if you like tequila you'll probably like and they're like oh, oh we don't yeah. we don't drink and he's like so sorry i didn't hear what you said so like i like to like... pair this blackjack yeah. game with the cuervo gold <laughs> and they're like we really don't drink and he's like oh sorry i didn't catch that so the thing you need to understand yeah i'm sure they had a great time with him but uh yeah so captain lee calls Nico and EJ to the bridge to talk about what's been going on and Nico thinks that Baker and Bruno have improved and Chris has no improvement but EJ says there is definitely potential with Chris but they think that Bruno's having a bit of a culture shock coming from a cruise ship uh, to a yacht and Captain Lee mentions that he's not happy that he didn't have a shirt on and EJ and Nico both agree that they're okay with losing someone if they have to. Yikes. Um, a little too soon for Nico to be saying stuff like that. Yeah, Nico, because it could be. So Matt says his redemption feels better and he wants to share with someone. And it looks like he almost calls his ex-girlfriend, but decides not to before going to bed. And Chris is setting up his hammock in the bilge. And he's like, ah, oh, it's nice. I'm in a hammock. I'm in the storage. Uh, and I'm loving the privacy, which is pretty sad. But you know what? Honestly, can we be completely honest right now? No. Go ahead. I would like the privacy too. If I were in this boat, I might pick the bilge. And sleep in a hammock? I don't like being with, I don't like, I like my privacy. I do too. You know, once when I was in Geneva for the summer. For the convention? No, my best friend was working for the UN. Well, all right. And so I just went and like stayed with her forever and hung out at the UN. It was fun. It was fun times. I slept on her patio in a hammock. That was like my sleeping arrangement. <laughs> Cause it was like so hot that it like didn't matter. Like I was like, oh whatever, I'll just sleep in the hammock. 
And uh, yeah, I did that and it was nice. I had a sleeping bag. I slept in the sleeping bag in the hammock and that was my sleeping arrangement. And it was nice. Switzerland, huh? Yeah, Geneva, Switzerland, yeah. What time What uh, time, time of year was this? It was summer. Hmm. She was doing like a UN. It was in between like her first and second year of law school and she went and worked at the UN for the summer and I just went and like crashed because she was there and I was like, whatever. And then we would like rent cars and drive all over Europe with them. And uh, that's where I got my first speeding ticket in Italy. <laughs> Good really? times. Yep. With the... um. Policy, policy. What? What? What's the police there? No. What it was is they caught me on a camera and they sent the ticket to my parents. Oh, my parents called nice. me like, "Hey, so um, what the fuck are you doing in Italy? Oh, getting speeding so tickets?" Unnecessary. And, and I was like, "Oh, that's so weird." <laughs> I was like so trying stupid. to play it off, fuck like, "You, Italy." Huh? That's silly. Yeah, because they didn't know what I was up to. They just thought I like went to like they literally had no idea what I was up to. They just like. I'm not even sure they knew I was in Europe. So I think to them, they were like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, oh, weird. Yeah, my bad. Because I don't really tell my parents a lot. They just kind of always yeah, find out from my Instagram. You need to call your am. parents. <laughs> I know. They always find out from my Instagram where I am. They're always like, you're here? And I'm like, yo, yeah, I forgot to tell you. But um, yeah, that was actually a, one of our greatest trips we did when we rented a car. We went to We drove to Budapest. And then we it's st- actually Budapest. Excuse me, Budapest. Do you know we actually started- Buda and Pest are two different cities? Okay, well, we started in Budapest. Yes, there, there's a, a, a river separating them. But uh, we started in Budapest in the morning. We went to, this was like, you know, like driving med style, baby. No, I'm just joking. It's not that nice. Started in the morning in Budapest, left there, had lunch in Slovenia. So we just stopped in Slovenia had dinner in Venice, Italy, and then mm. fell asleep back in Geneva. It was a wild day. We were just fucking mm. jamming through Europe in our little Renault. <laughs> it was a good time. Wow, in your Jean Renault. Yes, in my Renault, little tiny Renault hatchback that I had rented and was like fucking zooming through. It was a great day. Well, that sounds fun. You really wasted a lot of money that trip. <laughs> I was having a good time, man. Yeah, how much money I was having did you a real get? good time. How, how in debt were you after that trip? I wasn't in debt at all. Come on, be honest with me. I had worked. I was already living in LA and I was working and I just like took a lot of time. I just like basically quit all my jobs at the same time and just left. And like had a bunch of money saved up and then went and did that. And then I didn't have to pay first to stay anywhere because I was my friend had an apartment in Geneva and we were just crashing there. So it was like, I didn't have to pay for like a hotel or like an Airbnb or whatever. So it's actually really like convenient. And then my friend who lives in Berlin just came and met up and then we were all like just crashing in Geneva and like, yeah. Okay. Let's you're like continue. a fancy guy. What? Yeah. You're no. one of those fancy guys. No, I was, I was in some next level shit. Oh, oh, sugar daddy. I see. I see. I see. I see. No, I had worked very hard and saved up my I money. have no more questions, Your Honor. Back to you, Anchor. Um, no. Okay, guys, did I already do this? It's the next day. So, uh, oh, that's right, because we were talking about Chris sleeping in a hammock, and then I started talking about sleeping in a hammock. Okay. I recommend it if you can. 
Um, Bruno tells everyone that Brie gave him a kiss in his dreams. And everyone's like, ooh, Bruno. <laughs> so stupid. And they're all... T- uh, now Bruno's in love with Brie? What the fuck? No, he's just having wet dreams about her, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're all talking about the Maltese Falcon yacht that's, like, parked right next to them, anchored next to them, and because it's, like, all fancy and cool, and everyone's like, well, I would love to work on that. But, hey, guys, you can't because you're not good enough. Uh, so the guests have a helicopter, apparently, coming to pick them up soon at St. Bart's, and uh, Captain Lee says that they have drifted too close to the Maltese, so they need to pick up anchor and reset. And so Captain Lee's like, someone needs to get the jet skis and the tenders away from the boat so they can reset the boat. But that means that EJ and Nico both have to be off the boat and that the other crew will have to work on resetting the anchor, which is potentially just going to be very bad because they're not as skilled. So basically, Nico gets on the tender and Bruno lets go of the line like they untie it. And all of a sudden, Nico realizes that he actually doesn't have the keys for the tender, which I don't know if you remember this last season. We had the same problem with Kelly. Always check for the keys for the tender. You Always gotta. check for the keys. It's tough, I know, because you're in those little boy shorts and there's not a lot of room for your wallet and your keys and you got to have your girlfriend hang on to them. But you got to check, boys. You got to check. So anyway, um, Nico doesn't have a keys for the tender and they're drifting towards the Maltese and EJ needs to pull him away with the other tender and it's a fucking mess. And the drama of this, like scene is so like I was starting to get annoyed like Captain Lee's like I'm so pissed and Nico has his head up his ass and they're just going back and forth forever being like oh why is not get me going this way I was so annoyed how long they dragged out that unnecessary drama yeah that's what they do that have you not seen this show I know but this time it felt even longer to a point where I was like move it on we know you're not actually gonna hit a really fancy boat right now yikes but anyway, Captain Lee is having Baker pull up the anchor and she she's like panicking and forgetting what to do and is like all over the place and Captain Lee's getting even angrier and it's not good and basically everyone is tense because of how close they got to the Maltese. But basically, EJ's able to pull Nico out of the way and they reset the, the anchor and everything is okay. Except for Captain Lee is pissed because what of a shit show that was. And it's the next day again. No, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Brie goes outside for a little bit to enjoy the sun for a second. And then Jen is doing the dishes and she's all cranky. She's like, why does she get to be outside while I have to do dishes? And EJ thinks Nico is not in it to win it and something needs to change. I agree. And then they take the guests off the boat with the tender to land so they can catch their helicopter and... Captain Lee is like mad still and he tells everyone to get to work so they can flip the boat. And then it's tip meeting time. Oh, here we go. Not going to say it. Captain Lee says he's never had sober people on a boat before, but he says the guests were happier than he was. And it turns out that they got a $21,750 tip. Do you think uh, Captain Lee was mad that they didn't drink because usually when the, when the, uh, Charter is tipsy. He can go in their rooms and rifle through their bags and take stuff. All right, guys, you heard it just there. Nick has accused Captain Lee of doing something shady. So drink up. That's a chugga chugga. I'm uh, just asking. Just pointing out, Nick again has beef 
with Captain Lee. All right. So apparently Just they're they're staying on uh, the anchor overnight in St. Bart's and they're allowed to go out that night. But Captain Lee's like, well, you have your cash in your pocket because it's going to be very expensive out there. And they're like, OK. And then he's like, tomorrow we're flipping the boat. So keep your heads on. I expect everyone working hard. And then Captain Lee calls all the deck crew into the bridge to bitch at them. And he basically goes in on every person and what they're doing wrong. And and then he sends everyone away except for Nico and Chris and basically tells them that they're in the middle of a busy charter season. So he doesn't have time to teach Chris everything he needs to know for him to be a good deckhand. So he has to let him go. And Chris says, cool. And Captain Lee's like, well, it's not cool. And the fact that Chris has been screwing around from the start isn't good and so he sends him home to get packed and he says that he'll Captain Lee will cover a night for him in St. Bart's and then he's I guess on his way with a plane ticket home and yeah Chris is like all right I'm out of here he's like cool and then Captain Lee's like no it's not cool you should want to be here yeah you should want to be my boy (laughs) yeah This isn't one of those tickets to my house. Chris is leaving and Chris says that they built a shitty team and they got shitty results and he was dealt a shitty hand and no one was there to help him with it. And I was like, well, I mean, you weren't really like trying either. So you expect someone to hold your hand through it all? Like you had to actually have some initiative. So Chris leaves and is like, well, he's going to go get laid and drunk on the beach. It's like, there's nothing more to say about that. All right, let's take a quick break and come back. Let's and take a little break. Yeah, this fucking episode out. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time two percent cashback on purchases, and pay zero percent interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June thirtieth, twenty twenty four. I'm late. I'm late for the important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish all new Sundays at nine on AMC and stream on AMC Plus. And we're back, Nick. 
Uh, yeah, no, we're back. I wasn't going to fight you on it. Ugh. So anyway, EJ pulls Nico aside to discuss their working relationship and says it's annoying that Nico keeps undercutting him and won't accept that EJ is his boss and he isn't having it anymore. And Nico just sits there like, because he's Nico. And Kate says she feels bad for Chris because he didn't lie about his experience and Matt says that he will miss Chris because he did enjoy his company, even if his heart wasn't in being a deckhand. And Bree offers to help Jen, and Jen acts like she is so put upon, and that's what Bree says. She says, Jen acts like she's so put upon, but really they do the same amount of work, but Jen just complains about it more. So, uh, well, yeah. Well, if, if, if people don't know you're doing the work, they don't know you're doing it. You got to tell them. Yeah, apparently Jen That's why whenever know. I'm working, I scream how much I'm working. Like in the house with Lyra, I'd be like, I'm doing the dishes again. Jesus. And I, I scrawl it in blood on the wall. I say, Nick did the dishes on this date. And we, uh, it works. We make it work. It works for us. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Works for us. So, uh, yeah, everyone is going out in St. Bart's that night. Nico's girlfriend texts asking if he can talk, but he ignores it because Brie walks out looking hot and he's like, oh, you look great, Brie. And she's like, thanks, you look handsome too. And everyone's dressed Gross. up really nice because they're going out in St. Bart's. And so they hit dinner first and Matt is only drinking water because obviously he's partied too hard in his life. Very like Anthony Bourdain, like bad boy chef, except for like more like bland nope. boy chef. No, no. You didn't hear Anthony my joke? Bourdain Bland boy chef. Yeah, is that a bad boy chef? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just you said something wrong about Anthony Bourdain, and I, 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 I Go lost. Go ahead. What mind. were you gonna say? No, no, no. He drinks. I just I thought you were saying because he was sober because he stopped doing heroin, but uh, he was always drinking on his show. But you didn't mean that. So uh, no, I'm, I'm saying like you know how. No, like, I know what you're saying now. Chef's yeah, no, party. Right, I'm just saying right, chef's right. party. Chef's uh, party, yes. Like Mario Batali. Oh, oof, gross. So, yeah, we learned that EJ's from Canada and he's traveled the world on yachts and he was used to work with Captain Lee, but he's never gotten any special treatment until Captain Lee adopts him as a son. <laughs> and uh, bless you. Thank you. Wow, for such a big guy, you have very tiny, delicate sneezes. Well, I'm recording. Thank you. <sighs> I'm sorry. What the fuck was that? I'm recording. So you're going to have a tiny-ass, little delicate-ass sneeze? Yes, thank Man, you. Man, fuck you. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> I'm, like, really offended by that. So you think you're better than me? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it appears that you think you're better than me. You think you're better than me? You think you're better than me with no, your tiny no, little no, no, sneezes. No, 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 You think you're better than oh, me. Oh, you think... <laughs> you think... I can't do the Robert De Niro face. You think... Because you got tiny little sneezes that you're better than me. Am I uh, better than you? Uh, a little I bit. Think you a little bit. I'm a because, little bit better than you. Because you can moderate your sneezes to be a little smaller while we're recording. You're better than me. That's just another reason I'm the world's greatest podcaster. I hate you. Okay. But I'm sorry, everyone who's listening. That was That was strictly for Nick and I. To go back I'm not and even forth. sure it was for us. <laughs> that was me and Nick literally trying to do impressions of Robert De Niro back and forth with the whole sad face smile. Yeah, I thing. think they got it. Oh. 
But they couldn't physically see our faces trying to mimic Robert De Niro's. No, but you said Robert De Niro face, and we've done it before. So. Okay, so Jen has one drink and starts getting loose, and Nico thinks she just needs to get laid, and Matt is realizing these last few days that he really misses his ex-girlfriend because he got rejected by another girl. Yeah, she's really pretty. Which one, his ex or him? Yeah. Or Brie? His ex. Yeah, she is. Especially for Canadian. Oh, my. Fuck you. Baker asks how the interior is going, and Kate jokingly says, between you and me, I think they're awful. Clearly joking, because she said it out loud in front of everyone. But Jen can't handle the joke, and she's like, the negativity is killing me. No, I can't. No, Jen can handle jokes. She just can't handle 9,000 jokes about how she's a shitty stew. Lay off, Kate. Let Jen and her incredible rack alone. Okay, leave her rack alone. So EJ says, EJ's like, it sounds like the interior needs a bonding tequila shot, but Jen is like spiraling and mumbling and being all nutty and drunk. Like, well, I do more work than you. I'm the hardest worker here. And like, like she is spiraling and just talking shit. And Bree's like, well, you're really bitter all the time. Jen's like, what was that? I'm sorry, what was that? And she's like, you're really bitter all the time. And she's like, oh. And they start going at each other. And Kate tries to calm them down because they're being loud in a restaurant. And Nico, okay, Nico's being like, why are you guys being so loud while being loud? He's like, I will not sit here for another five minutes. It's like, you're just adding to the tension. You know that, right? These people need to split up. Nico's a mess. But so is Jen. So is everyone else. Everyone's a mess. Kate's trying to calm the fucking situation down. And Kate says she's mad that her crew is ruining the nice night out in St. Bart's. And Nico says EJ is annoying him for no reason other than he's mad that he has the job he wants. He doesn't say that, but he goes, oh, Nico's really annoying me. But, you know, it's clear it's because he's posting. EJ's annoying me. EJ's annoying? You said Nico's annoying me. No, I said Nico says that EJ is annoying. No, yeah, I understand what you think you said. But what you said was wrong. Oh, okay. Uh, So they get to the next place, which is like a club bar thing, and Bree and Nico are dancing, and Kate is trying to cheer up Jen, but she's like really upset that Bree called her bitter in front of everyone, and. Bree is trying to talk to Nico after they sit down from dancing, but he's like, keeps talking about how much he hates EJ. And she's like, well, I'm trying to open up with you. And he's like, oh, what? Uh, and he's like, I really can't because you're trouble. And um, Bree thinks that a part of him wants to stay available to her. So he never talks about his girlfriend to Bree. And I don't know. There's like sitting together and it's a mess. It is. It is a, a like a volcano waiting to erupt. And Bree is talking to Nico further, but I don't know. So they decide to head back to the boat. And this is where it really starts to pop off. So they get back to the boat and EJ, did you see how EJ jumped off the boat? Like that could have been real bad. I didn't like that. Yeah, EJ needs to prove himself. Well, he jumps off the tender onto the back of the yacht, but it's he's a little unstable on his feet for a second. You're like, oh, okay. It's fine. It's and then fine. he starts to... And Nico's being like, don't jump off like that. Like, what if you hit your head and fall in the water? And he's all pissed. And 
they're going back and forth trying to compete to see who's the smartest deckhand right now. And it's like really dumb. Uh, and they're tripping out on each other. And, and Nico keeps being like, you're drunk, man. Go to bed. And EJ's like, I'm fine, man. Don't worry about it. I'm just tying up the tender. And they're fighting over who's tie- who's going to tie the line for the tender. And it's so embarrassing for the both of them. Like, I can't handle. And everyone else is like, well, we're going to go because you guys are being crazy right now. And it doesn't matter. And yeah, that's where the episode ends. Incredible. You want a boat fact? Yeah, but first tell me what you think of that ending tying the line up fight. Um, I can't wait. I thought it was um, the dialogue ripped from an 80s movie. <laughs> you want to go, big boy? <laughs> this is my deck now, hot shot. <laughs> Yo, we're going to fight. Duke's go to up. bed, big boy. We're, fi- we're racing for pinks. <laughs> Racing for pinks. <laughs> All right, guys, it's time for Boat Facts with Nikki T's. Uh, okay, how many feet long is the Maltese Falcon? Uh, famously, this boat is uh, 154 feet. Um, the, the, the Valor, I think. Um, but uh, they run into the Maltese Falcon in this episode. And everyone kind of geeks out about it because it's a famous boat and it's obviously bigger. Now, how many, how many feet is the Maltese Falcon? Um, a hundred, everything's usually around 150, 160 that we see on below deck. Okay. And this is bigger. Yeah. 200 feet, 288 feet. Yeah, it's much bigger. Um, Tom Hanks has chartered this boat. So you know, Captain, I'm the captain now, was the captain then. Now, guess how much it costs to charter the Maltese Falcon? Let me tell you, so while you're guessing, while you're thinking about it, let me tell you some stuff about the Maltese Falcon, okay? Can you handle that? Okay. I would think it's like, is it by week or day or... What's my option here? Uh, by week, yes, by week. Um, you know, because generally the yachts are that we see are like fifty to two hundred or so um, thousand week. per per week. Yeah, I would say this is five hundred five hundred thousand a week. Um, yeah, yeah, what? that's that's pretty much exactly what it is. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, it's four hundred and forty euros, which is like four hundred eighty thousand. Oh. Yeah. I didn't get that right. 480,000 per week. That's wild. And you said 500. You don't want credit for that? Jesus. I could do it. It's better. a full rig ship using DynaRig technology commissioned by her first owner, Tom Perkins, who is a venture capitalist, a rich uh, piece of shit. Oh my God. I just Googled imaged it. There's like a straight up, like there's a movie screen on board where you can like watch movies. Yeah. So you can watch (laughs) on the mast. They, they project the latest movies and that's like part of it. So you can watch movies on a big movie screen, which is on one of the masts. Also, you only need one person to sail the ship because it's all automated. Right. And like they ha- they have a bigger crew, but like literally you really only need one person there. They talk about that on the show. They're like it, everything's oh, yeah. automated. You just press a button and it brings all the sails down. Yeah. Um unbelievable. Pretty fucking crazy. It's pretty. Um, I'm looking at photos of it. It's gorgeous. 
has been uh, seen to sail off her anchor and away from berths within harbors. Um, this boat is unbelievable. Um, they said all they will say was that the boat cost more than $150 million, but less than $300 million. Beautiful. Um, anyway. Let's save up our money, Nick. Pretty incredible. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. That's Boat Facts with Nikki T. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. This is Deckheads. Uh, you can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Hey, guys, we have merch at T Public. Go check out our merch at T Public. Just search Deckheads Pod or go to any of our socials and look at the link in bio. You can follow me at Anna Hosnier. Nick is at Nick's Turners. Go check out his Patreon and do us a lovely flavor. Not a flavor, a favor. Uh, and leave us a five-star review if you can. We would really appreciate it. And we would love you so much for it. And we would read it on the show. And we would rent the Maltese Falcon for you. Bye. Just kidding. All right, we can't afford that. So sorry. I didn't mean to leave false advertising. Bye, guys. <laughs>